we have Twiga, Simba, and Pipi. Are we good now? No, good, good, yeah. good. All right, let's. I can see keep going. That. All right, yep. so. Um, yes, so now, Simba, let's start with Simba. Sure. Hey, how are you? Good, and you? Great to have you in studio. My pleasure, our B- pleasure to be here. Thank you very much. But you're not Simba. My real name is Sebastian, <laughs> but I guess my Kenyan name, they call me Simba. Right. <laughs> so he told me that he's called Simba because of his hair. We're going to s- post pictures on our Twitter page and you'll see why Sebastian yeah. um, is Simba. But um, welcome to the country. It's not the first time. Is it the first time you guys are here, first of all? But first, let's introduce Twiga. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I'm, my name is Danny, and uh, they call me Twiga because I, love, I like giraffes. And uh, that was my first time in Africa, first time in Kenya. So wow, welcome. I got the chance to see this amazing country and see my spirit animal, the Twiga. Yes. Fantastic. Welcome, welcome. And Thank lastly, you. we have Pew Pew. Hi. And uh, we were all just like, why Pew Pew? <laughs> <laughs> hi, hi, everyone. Um, Pew Pew. It's a little bird, no? The little Tweety bird. Um, yeah, it's a nickname. It's going with me since I started jumping. Oh, really? 20 years okay. ago and uh, just stuck to me. Amazing. <laughs> but your real name is? My real name is Vitor. Vitor, Vitor Benassi. All right. Welcome to Kenya. Welcome to Capital FM. Uh, what has been the most exciting thing that you've seen in, Ni- in Nairobi so far? I think it's hard to say the most exciting thing. No? Like everything was new for us. For me, it was like a new country to discover, new culture amazing people we really love the country amazing mountains so i think it's hard to describe just to say just one thing no and then the way that we discover it no like the jam that we did so right yeah so we can take a lot of things from it for sure yeah so um for those who do not know um danny roman sebastian alvarez are red bull wingsuit athletes right so we want to understand what are wingsuit athletes Hmm. it's basically it's a discipline coming from skydiving so skydiving same as any other sports has different disciplines and wingsuiting is a uh, let's say one of the extreme uh, discipline coming from skydiving basically it's having a, a wingsuit on us so we can navigate we can move forward and we can turn instead of a uh, simple skydiving that we just pretty much yeah. dive right so that's uh, that's why wingsuiting is so cool also because uh, we're able to go from point A to point B at a high speed and glide. Right. Because if you've, uh, I think we saw some of the pictures, if you see their suit, it literally looks like a bird, would ha- you know, like the wing, right? So it makes sense why that is literally just so exciting, right? Um, you guys went for what I saw was briefing, right, at Nanyuki? You, I think you went to the mountain, you yeah. know. So in production or media, when you're going for like a briefing session, you're being you you're just looking at where you're going to shoot. But you guys were actually at the mountain. So what happens when you get to the mountain? Are they telling you this is where you need to start? This is the altitude. This is what what like how what is that? Maybe Victor, you can tell us. Um, so we got there. And uh, it's a very unique project. We just need to go there and find out what's possible. You know, of course, we have lots of ideas. We study it, uh, especially Danny. He's been in contact for, for a while, but we need to see it. You know, it's a high mountain. There's many possible lines. There's uh, the technical aspect of it, like how high, how far can we fly? Where are we going to land? Uh, what are the winds? What is the 
I mean, there is many, many aspects to it. So we had lots of ideas, and once we arrived, we had to find out what was really possible. And uh, to be honest, we were super stoked because it turned out to be way better than we thought. The mm -hmm. place was absolutely stunning, probably one of the best jumps we've ever done. And, uh, yeah, I guess the guys can tell you the same. Right. It was really, really cool. Danny, when you're about to jump, do you always... Are you always excited or are you sometimes, you know, nervous, um, anxious about um, some of the, you know, um, jumps that you take? Yeah, definitely we are nervous about the jump, but the important thing is all the work that we do previous the jump, no, before the jump. All the studies that we do, as, as Peter was saying, we've been checking this location for a year or like a year and a half since uh, Steven from Red Bull, like, give us some ideas. And... Uh, we actually couldn't decide exactly what we could do until we were here and we checked it in place the location we saw a really good landing uh, we studied where we could fly and where we could land safely so definitely we have uh, uh, we are nervous so we are obviously like uh, it's a new place a new location everything is new but we have such a good plan that we plan for everything that could happen we have a plan B no? Oh, wow. So everything is controlled. No? So when you jump, you are sure that what you are about to do is 100% doable. Wow. So the important thing is the work previous the jump. Oh. Fantastic. I think um, the thing that really stands out to me is the technical aspect to it. Because I don't know, Blaze, did you think that there was any technical things to it? I just thought you guys were just jumping and gliding and looking cool. I'm guessing for me the question would be about the suits. Um, how would you say like how are they made or how are they completely transformed to allow you to glide uh, to give you the power to make different to make the turns and make different directions uh, if you could highlight just because the suit looks like a sugar glider the animal that seems like it can jump from anywhere to any point and I'm guessing the aerodynamics and everything are somewhat similar to that I'm guessing yeah yeah so like any other sport, it comes with technology. So every year is even better. We we're developing better wingsuits and, of course, better parachutes and pretty much everything. Um, at the beginning, we started not gliding too much. Maybe 20, 30 years ago, it's, it, it, of course, it all started with the dream of flying. And uh, slowly, during the the years and more brandings coming into the sport, they've been developing uh, different and bigger wingsuits that uh, they allowed us to fly further faster and longer so so basically that's it um we cannot uh, wait what future can bring because uh, it's been a it's like this is like aviation i would say like back in the 20s 30s it's growing up really really big because technology is coming into the sport so every time we we were able to do more things Right. So we'll get to um, talk to them in just a bit and talk about, you know, the historical significance of all of this and um, how this event symbolizes the growth of extreme sports in Africa. So a lot of that is coming up in just a bit. We're going to get back to the music. The hashtag is Saturday Breakfast 984. If you have any questions for the team and studio, please share them with us. Hashtag Saturday Breakfast 984 and we will have them answer you.
I can't remember the last time I heard Paper Planes by Mia. Wow, it's been a long time, but we were jamming. Thank you, Sebastian. That was a beautiful uh, request. And thank you so much for listening to us right here on your best mix of music, 98.4 Capital FM. The hashtag is Saturday Breakfast 984. And I love your AKAs, <laughs> despite the fact that you have real names. So Danny, Sebastian, and uh, Pew Pew, especially Pew Pew. <laughs> uh, but Victor. So uh, again, welcome to the show. But now we want to talk more about the significance of this event being uh, the first ever wingsuit skydiving around Mount Kenya. Do you feel honored? Like, what what are you feeling? I think we feel super lucky. Especially, uh, it's really special when you do a jump in a new place and as beautiful as on the Mount Kenya, new country, and it's never done before. No, and also it makes it really special that it was pretty complex, no? It's a really high location. For us, we never land in a, such a high place. It was something to get in consideration. It's such a beautiful fly. We have to use oxygen. So everything was, was super special, no? Wow. Sounds challenging as well, yeah. right? Um, what do you feel about um, this jump, Sebastian? Honestly, to me, it was a honor to jump here in Kenya. It was my first time in Africa, and for sure it's not going to be the last. Hopefully not in Kenya also and uh, be able to fly over Mount Kenya, which is a symbolic place for you, um, was really a honor. Um, again, it was not easy, because uh, flying sometimes uh, needs a lot of preparation, a lot of briefing, and debriefing, uh, get together, the work with the helipilot, with the, with the hikers, with the camerographers, and everybody was really challenging for us, but at the same time, we're really fulfilling. Uh, so, so, Again, honor to be flying over Mount Kenya, over Kenya airspace, and uh, with Red Bull Kenya also. It's been a really, really good job together. So everything went perfect. Right. So, um, Danny, um, you said something, and I and I couldn't help but think: what has been the um, most difficult place for you guys to jump throughout your career? Um, again, it's a, it's diff, it's um. It's a bit hard to choose one th- one jump because every jump have a challenge, no? Every jump have a challenge that you have to train separately to make the jump safe, no? So, for example, um, we did a jump a couple of years ago where Seba went into a volcano. So that was super challenging wow. where he have to train a lot. Like okay. I did a jump like a year ago under bridge. And the same was like a year of preparation. So every jump have a different challenge and a different challenge you have to train, no? Right. Yeah, but if you train it on a proper way, you make the jump super safe, huh? What does training look like for you guys? Training looks like a normal day of skydiving, jumping from a plane in a, in a, in a place where the conditions, weather are good, and repeat uh, pretty much uh, what you're looking for uh, eight, ten times a day. Um, and then uh, I personally have a, a, a trainer, a coach that it's in the ground that helping me to stay fit. Right. Uh, mental training also helps a lot. And yeah, sometimes it's really hard because we move and travel a lot, but um, but we try to make it happen and somehow. You make it happen. I yeah. did. <laughs> we did. Yeah. So uh, I want you guys to help me or rather like share with me any inspiring stories or, you know, personal stories related to your journey as wingsuit athletes. Maybe we can start with Pew Pew. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Hey, I just want to add one thing. Uh, there's also a lot of data analyzing sometimes, and in preparation, we have uh, GPSs and things like that to study numbers, glide, speed, and then analyze that. There's a lot of feeling in the air. Obviously, we don't have instruments where, uh, while we are flying. It's more like feeling. But then we need to compare this feeling, sensation to what the numbers are to see what's possible and what's not possible. Right. Um, and then as far as the journey, hmm, it's a long journey. There's a lot of jumps there. They're not all wingsuit as well. There's a lot of skydiving, you know, just a normal, let's say, parachuting, if we can say normal, um, along the line there in these many years, you know. Um, and it all, it's like building blocks, you know, like you you develop a lot of uh, jumping from airplanes, different locations, wingsuit, different formations um, with the wingsuit, without the wingsuit, and it it all puts together, then um, we're here. All right. So now, Victor, if I was going to ask you, who would you, of the two, Sebastian and Danny, who mm-hmm. would you say is more of a thrill seeker? Mm. What's a thrill seeker? <laughs> I think you are. What is that? <laughs> Sebastian is? That likes the adrenaline. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think they both are. Uh, I think Danny has a bit more of a funny personality. I mean, they're both pretty funny, but he's more <laughs> of a joker. Sebastian can uh, get a bit more serious. Captain Captain Alvarez over here All right. gets serious and uh, leads us to the jump for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Now um, we're going to get back to the music because it, it's uh, time is going by so fast. But when we come back, we're going to uh, get to get to understand more about Red Bull and its role here and uh, get to say goodbye, unfortunately. But we have one more request. This was uh, Me Gustas by Manu Chao. Who requested this one? Red Bull Kenya. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get to listen to this. Que voy a hacer, je suis perdu Que ahora son 
tema. Me gusta camelar, me gustas tú. Me gusta la guitarra, me gustas tú. Me gusta el reggae, me gustas tú. ¿Qué voy a hacer? Yo no sé pas. ¿Qué voy a hacer? Yo no sé plus. ¿Qué voy a hacer? Yo soy perdido. I won't lie, I'm having like a full circle moment here because back in the day, there used to be this ad, right, for Red Bull. And it was, Red Bull gives you wings to fly. And I was so sure, because my mom never let me drink Red Bull for obvious reasons, I was still a baby. But I was so sure the day I will drink Red Bull, I was going to get wings to fly. That's how fantastic that ad was. But of course, you grow older and you realize that that's not true. But it actually gave this guy's wings to fly, right? So it works. It, it works <laughs> in different ways, but it works. Now, I want us to talk about, you know, the Red Bull being pioneers of extreme sports and, um, you know, their commitment to pushing boundaries, especially because you guys have been with them for a while now. Um, what would you um, say about that? So, I think it's a long story. Eh? Um, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Red Bull, it's been supporting extreme athletes for a while already. Uh, of course, it's a modern company. But uh, because of Red Bull, uh, athletes like us, the, sometimes we don't have that much of uh, sponsors, let's say, because it's a, a different sport. It's an extreme sport. So conventional uh, brands, they are not used to support this kind of sports. But there's one that does, and that's Red Bull. So, so I would say that Red Bull has changed the life of a lot of athletes that they didn't have the options to, to keep going and push the limits. Uh, so personally, and I'm sure I'm talking about everybody here, it's, uh, we're really grateful for what Red Bull has done for us. Right. So again, what you were saying, it, it gives uh, wings to us. <laughs> it, it did. <laughs> in, in, in all sense. Right, right. Um, Danny, how would you highlight the innovation and courage that defines um, Red Bull? Um, 
as Seba said, we definitely feel super lucky to have a partner that support our ideas, support our lifestyle, and uh, give wins, obviously, to our dreams, you know? Um, without them, for sure, like, our ideas would be just dreams that would be there and it would mm-hmm. be not possible to make it happen, no? So in the time that I've been, it's, this is the sixth year, I had a lot of ideas that definitely without them, it wouldn't have happened for all their support and yeah like i think all the athletes that they are partnered with red bull we we are super lucky yeah. right and Victor, for you especially because you're able to capture these things in in real life right um i'm sure you're excited about you know capturing the beautiful landscapes right so far um how is that for you um well like i said this was uh, an amazing location it's really beautiful um, anyone out there listening, if you ever have a chance to hike Mount Kenya, to come up to Lake Mitchelson, it's a stunning, stunning, beautiful place. Uh, I highly, highly recommend anyone. It's a long walk, <laughs> but it's def- definitely worth it. Uh, we didn't know exactly how it was going to be. Uh, we got really lucky with the weather, which is a very complicated factor for us. So we got a good planning, really lucky with the weather. And then we had this beautiful flight in this beautiful place and we landed right at the beach on Lake Mitchelson. So anyone out there, if you ever have a, ever have a chance to check it out, we highly recommend. I just want to say one more thing uh, to what the guys were saying about Red Bull and out there, to Red Bull and everything, is that uh, it's super cool that some companies are shining a light to alternative sports so we can get away a bit from football and rugby and all that and all these other sports all these other beautiful sports are having a chance to to shine a bit and uh, show what we got you know so thank you very much amazing so lastly um to sebastian and danny explain to us why you believe this event is significant and not only for red bull but also for um africa and the global wingsuit community well of course uh, i like a lot history and uh, i've been asking to to steven a lot of uh, what was going on here i've been reading a little bit also but but for us it's super significant as we are getting closer to the 60th anniversary of our, yes. of your independence and also uh, I read a little bit about like uh, uh, what was happening in Mount Kenya when you got the independence yes. and and Monyu um Kisoi Munyao yeah, Munyao yes. yeah he he raised the flag up there for for pretty much declare this new flag and yes. and it means a lot a lot to me especially like somebody that is coming from South America that it's also a, a really brand new country uh, to be sharing these um, these moments with uh, with your culture uh, it's awesome so uh, Mount Kenya I know that means uh, it's a significant mountain for you and yes. it's a historical place so again it's an honor to be able to fly up there right and share the the love yeah Danny I agree with Seba, and we feel really lucky that Red Bull chose this way to to highlight that moment. No, so yeah, super yeah. honor to be here and to get to jump there. All right, thank you so much. Our time is up. Um, 15 minutes to 10 o'clock. So that means we get to listen to more music. But thank you, thank you, thank you. We're looking forward to seeing um, all the great things you're going to do. When is the jump? When is the jump? We did it already. You did it already. Oh yeah. So where where do we get to watch this? Red Bull. 
coming up soon. Yay. Stay tuned. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. So we need all the tags so that we can share. Um, yeah, we also would love to see the behind the scenes because that would just be fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Um, are you guys going to be around in the city before you make your way out uh, for a couple of more days? Take them out. Have they had Nyamachoma? They we have? have. Yeah, no, we've been okay. around Kenya and uh, it's been awesome. They're treating us really good. So, right. so yeah. We don't want to leave. You don't want to leave. <laughs> no. Oh, man. I know. I know. It could be Nairobi is one of those places. Uh, Kenya, actually. You know, you come here and you're like, OK, maybe I could be here for like another year. <laughs> and next thing you know, it's 20 years. Um, anyway, thank you so much. Have yourself a fantastic weekend. And to our listeners, remember, we'll still have them send in the questions and um, we'll see how Red Bull will make sure that they share them with you. All right. So thank you so much. Uh, let's get back to the music. The hashtag Saturday Breakfast 984.